Hello, everyone, and welcome to War of Stars, Star Wars podcast. Come to you, as always, from deep within the outer rim, far beyond the watchful eyes of the Galactic Empire. My name is John Bartali, and joining me today, as always, is the one, the only, wearing his cool little uh, Death Star t-shirt there. That's pretty awesome. Uh, Will, Will, how are you today? I'm great. Bright suns, everybody. I am actually getting into the Halloween spirit. Bottom of my shirt says, have a galactic Halloween. Oh, I like it. Was sent to me. This was sent to me by my daughter from down in Disney. Uh, This is a, this is one of the few uh, Star Wars uh, Halloween items that you can pick up. So Mm -hmm. uh, she was nice enough to get it for me and send it up my way. So, you know, I know it's a little early, but (laughs) you know, they sell, they start celebrating Halloween down in August down there so it's okay uh but uh how are you today john mark uh i am very good uh i had a first today something um my daughter finally got to see star wars today we sat down and watched the original 1977 uh now known of course as episode four new hope she enjoyed it um so hopefully uh either Sometime soon we'll be moving on to Empire. So yeah, that was exciting to sit down and watch that with her. And she's seen it before, but she right. was like three or she's like three when she saw it. So this is the first time of her watching it, sitting down and watching it, and actually kind of understanding and getting an idea of who all the characters were and what was going on. And kind of understanding the story, you know, a little bit of the story. So, um, yeah. Okay. Well, that's so that great. Fun. Uh, yeah. It, it is fun. always. It's always a beautiful experience, and it and a life changing, yeah, and a fandom changing experience when you can share this the experience with your child, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, regardless of their age. You know, I, yeah. I, I, my daughter was uh, actually pretty young. She was um, I'm trying to think. She was adopted, so we adopted her in june of 97 okay so uh and she would all she was almost two yeah so so that's that would make her by the time we got to 99 may of 1999 she would have been almost four she was she wasn't yet four but we Ooh. did go we did take her to see the phantom menace and mm-hmm. she it was the first <laughs> it's the first live action film but i I don't know. You want to call it live action? There was a lot of CGI. In <laughs> yeah, there, but, yeah. Um, she it was the first live action film that she had seen. Sat in the theater for, mm-hmm. and she actually very much enjoyed it. And one of the things that we got, I remember, was they had all of these reader books um, that were for little kids. You know, there was like yeah. Jar Level One was Jar Jar's Big Mistake. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there was like another one, you know, uh, there was just all these cute, they, they were like little kid book versions yeah. of scenes that took place in the movie. Yeah. And, uh, she really enjoyed that. And we I, have so, a, we have a, a, a several, we got a several star Wars, young, kind of young, just beginning reader. We got, um, I don't know if you remember, uh, the good night moon books. Yes. Good night. Death yep. star. Good night. Death star. Yay. <laughs> no, good night. Darth Vader. Good, good night, night Darth, Darth Vader. No, good night I, Darth was, Vader. I I read an article. It was supposed to be Good Night Death Star, oh. but they didn't want to have death in the title. They have so, the Death Star in there though, because they even right, say right, Good but, Night Death Star. Yeah, but they didn't want um, it to be 
Like and the other one, other one we got her was uh, Mandalorian. Mandalorian is called Mandalorian Allies and Enemies, and it goes through and tells who all the characters are and what they do, and uh, yeah, that was really cute. So I, we had a book from vintage book. I still have to look for it. I think I think I still have it somewhere. It's called uh, Shiny as a Droid, and it was mm. basically kind of a, a tactile book for little kids where you. Each page, there was something, one page had something furry, like Wookiee fur. One page mm. was like scales, like a like a dewback or a lizard. Mm. And one has a little, had, was shiny gold, like C-3PO. It was, um, you know, anyway. Oh, cool. So, so, but enough about our trip down memory lane of, of children's Star Wars literature. What is yes. our, what is our topic tonight? Well, we are restarting a topic that we have done uh this will be actually our third iteration of this but i feel with new co-host new opinions um new thought you know new thoughts on things this is something that we can kind of revisit it's one of our most popular topics we are going to be doing the women of star wars nice and we're going to be starting off with a bang Starting off with the original heroine of the Star Wars universe. Of course, I'm talking about Leia Organa, Princess Leia herself. Of course, brought to the screen by the amazing Carrie Fisher. Uh, may she rest rest in peace. Yep. Absolutely. Yes. There we have my, 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 actually my wife's Funko Pop of, of General Leia and Leia from, I guess it was... Uh, uh, Last Jedi, mm-hmm. uh, itty bitty from Hallmark, but yes, um, yes, Princess Leia. I mean the the uh, quintessential kick butt female yeah. superhero before there were kick butt female superheroes. Yeah, I mean I think you know her uh, Ripley and I cannot remember. I'm not a big horror movie fan, but. Um, from the Halloween movies. Oh, Jamie Lee Curtis's character. Jamie Lee Curtis's character. They all came came around at about the same time, but I think Leia was probably the first. I think. Yeah. Well, even if she wasn't, I mean, there was just something. My favorite, uh, just right out of the, you know, right out of the gate. The my favorite thing about Leia was that you know she, there was who was this. Prince is a very beautiful, very young mm-hmm. princess mm-hmm. that could have been a damsel in distress like every other movie. But what is the first thing we see her do? Really? She grabs a gun and shoots a stormtrooper. Well, even yeah. before that, the first thing we see her do is stand up to Darth Vader. Right. Well, and, yeah. yeah. And say, you know, basically say like. Like in her, like, in his face. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not afraid of you. The Imperial Senate will not sit still for this. I'm like, yes. wow. Okay. <laughs> you know. I mean, you know, I mean, at the time, you got to remember that we didn't really know Vader that well, so we didn't yeah. know. But, but we, I think you could think tell the way we know Vader now. Well, look at the, yeah, yeah, obviously menacing, you know, and to have this this little slip of a thing, you know, get up Just there and here like, going like, oh, let me tell you something here, buddy. Get right into his grill, and be like, come on, you know, and, and just. You know, we knew we were in for a treat and in for yeah. an un, a, a character unlike mm-hmm. anyone else that we've seen. Yeah. And she gave it, get, took, you know, took it right from the guys and gave it right back to them. I loved when she was getting rescued, but she was just like had an opinion about it. Like, well, this is yeah. some rescue. 
Do you have a plan? Yeah. What's going on with you? You guys, well, oh. even <laughs> even her first quip, whenever Luke Luke burst in the do- door to rescue right. her, is like, right. "Aren't you a little short for a stormtrooper?" Yeah. Oh my god, that's you know yeah. just so classic, and uh, and you know, and, and it's hard to talk about um about Princess Leia, the character of Princess Leia, without talking about Carrie Fisher, one who portrayed her. You know, like yeah, Carrie Fisher. They were kind of one in the same, even though. She, she would have been the first to tell you they were nothing alike, at least yeah. in her in her mind. But you know, in 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 some ways, people would beg to differ because she was also a very strong woman. Mm-hmm. She was also one who was who was fearless when it came to um, talking about um, you know mental illness and the thing and her struggles and being very open and honest when other people were trying to hide it. Mm-hmm. Other celebrities, um, you know, I mean, you know, that she was just she was a good spokesperson for that. And she She was, you know, and I think that in, in so many ways that makes her, um, and, and the character was so much like the character of princess Leia. So, yeah. Yeah. So I think that, you know, and obviously when you look at the star Wars, even though the star Wars universe is a lot bigger now, it has grown. There's many, many movies and TV shows, and there are quite a few female, strong female, archetypes that grace the screen now but it all kind of started with with that little plucky uh plucky princess in her little white gown yeah uh, running around with the with, with the stormtrooper boys you know shooting up the death star so yeah well i mean let's let's look, kind of look at at her her journey through the movies of course yeah as you said first introduced to her in um a new hope uh, as the as you put it, the plucky little princess who's there right there with the rest of the guys and um I think I mean you said you said it right you you get a really good sense that this is not this is not just some damsel in distress right you know she's a, right. you know to be taken serious. And I think you really get that skipping ahead to the next movie. You really see that in Empire. Right. That, but yeah, oh. but you also got to see, you have to see your pain. And you definitely yeah. see your pain in, in episode four with a, or a New Hope or just the original Star Wars, however you look at it, yeah. with the destruction of Alderaan. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and, you know, later learning, although it's, it doesn't really come into play, you know, too much until kind of other ancillary media kind of kind of fill in the cracks but you know she lost not only her whole planet but she lost her adopted father what we would now know later to be her adopted father and mother and you know here she is trying to um you know on the one hand be a princess as part of the senate but at the other hand you know trying to work within the government to change things but at the same time being part of the rebellion and Mm -hmm. really trying you know being this this character that's going to take down help to take down this dreaded weapon yeah and by by getting these plans and 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 getting them to the right people and then also seeking out a somebody that she's never seen before never seen a jedi before Mm -hmm. doesn't know what a jedi is but knows from stories about yeah you know you have to she has to retrieve obi-wan kenobi and you know, and it fails. The first five minutes, the mission fails. 
So she puts a plan B in effect, sends R2 and 3PO out there, and then she gets captured. And she doesn't know if she's going to live or die. Yeah. You know? So the, the bravery there is just oh, crazy. Yeah. Very much, you know? yeah. And withstands torture. Uh, you know, the, the, that probe droid or mind probe comes into her, mm. her little, you know, and it's freaky, scary. But she survives. And mm. she doesn't give up she resists so she is a formidable oh. opponent to the to the empire yeah and i mean she this she could have easily have taken the easy road she oh, could yeah. have easily have said you know you know she's a princess she's a senator she was a member of the imperial senate she could have easily taken the cushy road right and taken the easy and you know but she didn't you know she um, and I think that goes back to, you know, in, in the movie, her, her upbringing, you know, how she was raised right. and how, how Leia, um, you know, her kind of worldview, her, her galactic view, I guess you could say. Right. Um, but then I think we really see her leadership in full effect in Empire. You know, yeah, the way those, the way you know, when they're in at Echo Base, the way those soldiers that are around her, you know, show her the respect and show her, you know, a respect that she earned. Mm -hmm. You can tell that you know that respect that they give her is respect that she earned. You know, um, not you know, not because she, not because of anything of who she is or where she come from or her background, but because of what she's done and what she's meant for the rebellion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And just how, not only did she, you know, show that in the scene where she's, where she is, uh, you know, explaining the mission to all of these, all of these yeah. troopers, but then later when the, the, the uh, base is under attack and snow troopers are showing up and Vader's showing up, she's not leaving. You know, she's no. protecting, she's like directing and running point um, to get the rebellion transports out of there. And that's what she's doing. And and it finally, Han has to basically pick her up and drag her out yeah. to, to get her, uh, you know, to safety. Uh, and then we get into, you know, the finally, you know, it didn't really come about on the first movie, but the second movie, Empire Strikes Back, we start to develop a little bit of an, of a, the, the, the softer side of Leia mm -hmm. with her, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, obviously there was a few little moments between her and Luke uh, in the first movie, but it was really the second movie where um, there was, you know, this, this development with the uh, relationship, this kind of love hate thing with Han Solo with the rogue smuggler. Yeah. And uh, you know, of course we had some uncomfortable moments with um, Luke there with some kissing <laughs> that was kind of, okay. <laughs> Well, you know, it's just that I always like to use that scene sidebar for a moment, sir. Mm -hmm. I always like to use that scene when people get all like uh, critical of of um, you know, Force Awakens, Last Jedi, and Rise of Skywalker. It's like they didn't have a clear plan. They didn't have a clear plan what they were doing. They kind of made things up as they went along. And I said, yeah. uh, I got two. I got just one thing to say to you: Luke kissing or Leia kissing Luke in Empire Strikes Back. Mm -hmm. Just saying. They, you know, Lucas didn't always know exactly where he was going with stuff either. It's okay. Yeah. Let it go. Yeah. You know, we, we, yeah. we survived. We joke about it now, but it's, okay. yeah. Yeah. So, 
So she's got this uh, kind of like conflicted, conflicted feelings about Han. I don't know if she's also thinking about Luke too. I think it's just more about how she really loves, she really has feelings for Han and she doesn't know how to process them. And then all of a sudden, you know, to top, make matters worse, you know, they, they get fall into the trap in Cloud City mm. and Han, poor Han gets frozen in carbonite. And she has to watch another piece of tragedy because yeah. again, and, and, and it's great. Um, it's a, it's a fantastic, if you were, again, I've mentioned the radio drama. Uh, she, the, the character of Leia gives a line in the radio drama that is just, it, it's gut wrenching because you forget that, you know, Han is trapped, you know, he's trapped inside this carbonite block forever until mm. somebody releases him. So, you know, she's like, I almost would have preferred that he died. Yeah. You know, she said, cause it was just, it's such a horrible thing to think. Is he conscious? Is he aware of it? So, um, so she had a lot of compassion developing there and, yeah. you know, and of course then Lando kind of turns, turns, the t uh, changes sides and, you know, I liked how Leia and Chewie kind of developed a stronger relationship. The second, the last mm. part of empire yeah. like without Han there, all Leia had to lean on sometimes literally was Chewie. So yeah. that was a cool. Well, thing. I also, I also liked in, and this is kind of a bit of a sidebar too, how an empire, you know, once you got past that first, first part of the movie, the about, you know, battle of Hoth, the two, they kind of went their separate ways. You know, Luke went off on his own. Right. So you had that separation between, you know, Luke doing his thing on Dagobah and then Han and Leia, you know, so you had, you know, more character growth with those two because you were, they were, you know, kind of, I think that helped, help move the story along and help move the character growth for all the character characters to really grow. And we got to see more of, you know, more Leia, more, you know, like you said, showing her softer side, you know, being a little bit more vulnerable and a little bit more, you know, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's true. And then, uh, so that gets kind of, once they fail to retrieve Han from the bounty hunter, they're, they regroup at, uh, you know, with their, with their fleet. And then it's a plan and put in place to rescue Han from Jabba the Hutt. Yeah. And there's Leia again. And, and then we, we get to see, um, a lot more of Leia <laughs> than we uh, ever had. Uh, with the uh, first we saw, well, I, I by the way, quick question when when she was posing as the bounty hunter, first of all, do you say it is it Bausch or Boosh? Uh, or I don't someone, remember, I think someone said it in a radio drama, said Boosh, but Boosh, I think it's Boosh. So, did you did you know it was her? her? The first time, I don't. It's so funny because I've seen it so many times, and right. I you got to remember I was a little bit younger than I think I was about my daughter's age. Okay, the first time I saw it, so I don't remember if I knew it was her or not. I've just seen it so many times. It's just like, oh yeah, there, that, that's Princess Leia. I am pretty sure, and it was I was pretty young at the time. I was about uh, I guess twelve, yeah. but I remember thinking that it it, it was kind of like. When I didn't catch it right away, but when as soon as she took the mask off, I'm like, oh, pfft, duh. Now it makes sense, of course. 
But, um, you know, when you watch it any other time after the first time, it's obvious because, you know, Carrie Fisher was very tiny. She's a little yeah. tiny slip of a thing. And yeah. she walks in there with the with Chewie, who's huge. And, you know, it's just it, it's obvious that it's like there's nobody else that they're going to find that could fit into that costume. It's so small. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah, but I think the first time it was kind of shocking. But she goes in there, part of the plan, you know, gives gives Chewie, sells Chewie to Jabba for the bounty, and then releases Han. Of course, it's a trap. Everybody knows it. Oh, I yeah. always wondered if it was always going to be like that or if they just kind of had a plan A, a plan B, a plan C. I think a little bit. I mean, I think they went in knowing it probably was going to be a trap. So that's why Luke was there. Right. You know, right. but, you know, you have to have all the pieces there. Yeah. So I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know if, if if the whole thing was you know set up for the beginning because they knew what was going to happen. I would imagine that you know they pretty much figured out where it was going to go because Java doesn't seem like the kind of gangster that's not yet that's not predictable. Yeah. So I think that they they just kind of said, all right, well this is you know, and then if anything worked out where they were like, where if Luke had showed up and made a bargain with Java and Java said, okay, sure. And they would have been like, okay, I guess this is good. All right. <laughs> you know, but poor Leia, you know, re, you know, have to, you had to get, uh, you know, thrown into the Jabba's dancer outfit you know, or the infamous slave Leia, which mm-hmm. uh, nowadays is considered not appropriate. Um, you know, Disney won't sell slave Leia toys anymore. Oh. They've, they've stopped it. Is it and, because of the outfit or because of the the na- slave? I think it's I think it's mainly because of the outfit because that outfit. was I, I think the the terminology I think has changed too when they refer to it as you know Jabba's dancers or what Jabba's dancer or whatever. But um, I think that it was just the outfit. Um, hmm. Although I liked the what you know there was a lot of, of that cancel culture idea that was going on and people getting upset at it. And I liked how um, Carrie Fisher responded. She's like, you know, they didn't want to put me, they didn't want to have a figure of me, you know, in chains. But let's not forget, I choked Java with those same chains. Yeah, you know, exactly. which, is, which is important. But I just think that, um, well, for one thing, I just don't look, I don't know how many people want to have a Leia dressed in a bikini outfit as a figure, <laughs> as a figure. I don't think a lot of people were. I mean, I remember being on this, you know, when it first came out, never came out in the original toys. When it first yeah. came out, yeah, people were going after it. But then, I don't know, they, they made a bunch of them and people weren't like, yeah. well, they weren't like tearing them off the shelf. So I don't know. Yeah. But, um, but, but she dealt with that. And, you know, yeah. it was, uh, it was, I mean, I st- and I still think, I, I do think, you know, though, that there's a lot of young men who, um, that was their first, might have been their first crush. They see Princess Leia in that slave girl outfit, and they, you know, that's their first, their first yeah. little, yeah. Yeah, you first... can see that. And then, um, but, you know, then sure enough, there she is, choking Jabba with the chain. Oh, yeah. Going to get the gun, pointed to the, pointed at the deck, running out there, pointing the gun and shooting the thing and blowing up the barge. Gets to do another swing with Luke, although the rope to that never, I, nobody under that physically impossible when they did the swing across because there was no place for the rope to be. Yeah, where was the rope? <laughs> where the they force. 
they couldn't have that have hanged it off of the. They couldn't have grabbed hey, it off of the barge. If if Luke can do the force kick in the movie, and if you've ever seen the GIF, you know what I'm talking about. It, there's a there's a scene in the movie where he's fighting all the bad guy. He's fighting all the all of Jabba's men on the barge, and he does this kick to one of the one of the one of the Jabba's soldiers, and he's literally like this far away from his, not even close to his face, and the guy falls back without even touching him. So yeah, if he can do that, then you know, hey, he can, you know, just make the make the rope use the force to make the rope stay in place and just swing across like that. I'm I'm looking for it right now. Oh yeah. Yeah. The phantom kick. <laughs> well we are, we were too busy watching Obi-Wan <laughs> fly across. Did you ever see uh the Lando cardboard cutout hanging? Like no. the, there's a there's a, in that same area in that same skiff sail barge scene, I forget there's a there's a there's a faraway shot of something happening, and you see the sail or you see the skiff and you see Lando hanging from the skiff. Sorry, I hurt my back, so I'm like my mm. arms, my back's a little sore. But you you see um <laughs> you see a Lando hanging from the skiff, and if you watch it closely, especially with like you know HD you know, high definition or whatever, it actually looks, it's a cardboard cutout of Lando. It's not even really Lando. Um, I, I, I don't know what else to explain it. It's like, it's, 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 you know, it's, it just shows with the, with the advent of higher definition TV, you, you know, these movies were never meant to be watched with such, yeah. with such high definition. You're going to pick out a lot, you know? So, all right, so we've got our, our uh, you know, Han is rescued, Jabba saves, Jabba's destroyed, and Leia goes back with the fleet. Uh, Luke goes to visit Yoda one more time, and Leia is now, uh, you, know, a, a, you know, a military leader with the Mon Cal and everybody else that's in there, and eventually they have their new plan for the second Death Star. It's going to involve a team going down to Endor and she volunteers to go down or the moon of Endor to, uh, to help disable the shield. And then she runs into after, after, Oh, by the way, then there's the speeder bike chase, which, Oh, you know, she yeah. jumps on a speeder bike. Not even waiting. Poor Luke is like, wait. <laughs> and uh, she gets on there and, Goes my. My, my wife's favorite scene of all of Star Wars is the speeder bike scene. Oh, that's a great. That is a great. Scene. I mean, even Just, today, holds up today. It's it's fantastic. Oh, oh definitely, yeah. Um, and of course, then we have her with the Ewoks. Yep. In the village, which I still want to know where did they make that dress for her? I want to know that too. I'm gonna. <laughs> I mean, I don't understand how they're gonna make her a dress. But they're gonna eat her friends. <laughs> I mean, well, you gotta. You, know. you want to talk about suspending your disbelief when it comes to uh, Ewoks, man? I always loved um, talking to Jamie, or not talking to, but listening to Jamie King. She's mm -hmm. an actress, and she's married to uh, Kyle Noonan, who directed Fanboys, and she's done some Star Wars project. I think she was the voice of Aura Singh in uh, in the Clone Wars. But they talk to her about you. She hates the Ewoks. Oh. And not, not not in a in a in a critical of them in the movie hate. 
she literally hates the creatures the hate box he's like these are they don't i don't care if they look cute these are like you know apps rabid wild animals that are gonna that would just as soon cook you and eat you and you know like at the end of the movie we're watching them playing on helmets like they're musical instruments where did the where did the owners of those helmets go? What are they doing with them? You know? Yeah. Where did where did that dress come from? That Leia, who did they yeah. make it? Did someone else wear the dress and they're no longer with us? With us? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. So uh yeah, but no, it was it was nice to um to see, you know, I felt bad for Carrie Fisher in episode four because she had one outfit and one outfit only. Yeah. And episode five, I think she had two. And yeah. then episode six, she went from the Bausch costume to the Slave Leia costume to the General costume to the the Ewok costume. <laughs> so she yeah. had a lot going on for her. Yeah. And to now, was it was it episode four? Was that the one where, with the the story with the tape? Where yes, the Gaffer the, tape. Yeah, they had to. Yeah, and it no was underwear big, in space. No, yes, and it was also the big you know uh, who got to take the tape off. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you ever see her speech for the AFI uh, George Lucas Lifetime Achievement Award? Uh, look, I have not. Look it I, up. I'll, I'll have to look it up. It I, is. Well, I mean, there you can find Carrie Fisher, like, like just links of all different things that she's done in interviews and stuff. And she is just hysterical. Oh, yeah. Her, she's so irreverent, but so phenomenally clever she's got great prose it's just unbelievable but her afi tribute to george lucas it was it was a roast she basically did a roast and it was hysterical i mean just talking about every time she looks in the mirror she has to pay george five dollars <laughs> just send, you know because they bought her likeness so she's on everything you know it's just it's crazy but so return of the jedi right so we get to that we're about a halfway point of our episode that Jedi yeah. comes and goes and and ends the trilogy. And yeah. then we have a new trilogy later on. And we're not we don't uh obviously it's 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 about the rise and fall of Anakin Skywalker and Obi-Wan Kenobi and the very end of the third movie, Revenge of the Sith, is Luke and Leia being born. Mm-hmm. One one little part I always understood, you know, thought was a little bit of a they, you know, the the retconning could have been better, was mm-hmm. or, or could have existed at all, was when Leia and Luke are talking in Endor, and she asks, he asks her if she remembers her remembers mother, her real mother, yeah, and he's like, yeah, just just a little bit. She died when I was very young. She died when you were literally forty five seconds old. Yeah, <laughs> I, that, that's, yeah. that's pretty young. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you know, she's force sensitive, so maybe she remembers it. But yeah. wow. <laughs> Yeah, like, he's got a good memory. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. So anyway, uh, yeah. so that's the only appearance of Leia at all. And, uh, of course, she goes off to Alderaan with, with Bail Organa and um, and Brea Organa and then lives a life of, of luxury but of service to, mm. to, the, uh, to the galaxy, to, to her planet, and eventually understanding to, you know, becoming a member of the rebel alliance mm-hmm. so and then we are i mean i suppose we have some stuff here and there in the uh 
in the books in, in the books but let's yeah. well, let's stick to let's like i mean let's leave it to um what they call canon literature uh or canon media where um, yeah. she does make an appearance in rebels i we you know mm. which actually takes place before um, before slightly, yeah slightly before yeah. so that was kind of cool um but then we're really not seeing her again until the force awakens yeah and they're you know relegated mainly to the second half of the film uh but you know obviously her and han solo got married and you know they had a child ben solo who eventually was trained by luke skywalker as a jedi but then fell to the dark side and joined snoke mm -hmm. uh or what we knew as as snoke yeah and yeah. Uh, go on you know i think that whole storyline, I mean, just shows the, a mother's love. You know, how no matter what, she still saw something in, in Ben. She still saw Ben there and still saw that there was good, that there was still good in her, in her, in her boy. You know, there's still some spark and still hold out hope that no matter what, she would she was still she still loved him you know she was and, still his son and also son. a love for luke yeah her brother and in trend so much so that she you know was working in the entire movie was her trying to get luke to come back mm -hmm. understanding that you know knowing now what we know about how the the failure of, of uh training training ben solo which turned which formulated kylo ren he uh she still you know wanted her brother back and uh you know then we get into so so in the first you finally they she's able to send ray to retrieve luke obviously in the second uh episode or episode eight last jedi we see um a lot more of leia we see the uh you know her her relationship with poe dameron her kind of motherly or aunt or superior, you know, elder that is trying to teach younger people to take over the leadership roles, you know, and not to be, you know, you can't solve everything by jumping into your X-wing and blowing something up. You know? <laughs> Great lines in, in, in the movie, really fun. Yeah. And I, I enjoyed her relationship with Holdo with Admiral Holdo. Mm. Uh, and I know that there's a book that kind of delves into it more deeply, which I do plan on eventually reading. And uh, I thought that that was a good thing. I was sorry that they uh, kind of took her out for part of the film with the coma. Yeah. But um, I, I, what did you think of her force powers with the Mary Poppins? Uh, I didn't mind, mind the power itself. I just thought I thought it could have been done, shot shot better to look look better, but um, I didn't mind the power itself. I just thought maybe the execution of how the scene was shot could have been done a little bit differently. But that was right. just me. That was just me. I, I I was I think we had talked about that. I uh, yeah. I kind of looking back looking at it. Yeah, I think that honestly, it's the one time I felt the music was too on the nose, and I, and as much as I love John Williams. Um, I just felt that that was, I mean, I'm talking in nine movies. Uh, there's not a much that I disagreed with how they handled it. And I, and I think it was just a little too grand. I don't know. It seemed, yeah, 
it, maybe it was a combination of the way it was shot and the way that the sound and the music kind of swelled. Maybe it was, maybe it was just too on the nose. I don't know, but that's just mm -hmm. my opinion. Again, still love it. Still, still oh, happy yeah. that she had Jedi powers. Yeah. And, uh, and I do love how she came when, when she finally, when things were like falling apart, she finally came, came to okay, shows yeah. up. And what's the first thing she does is um, shoot Poe with the, with the stun gun, which mm. I, I loved. And my favorite part of that is watching Lieutenant Connix played by her daughter, kind of like she, 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 she like looks at Poe go down she looks at Leia and she just kind of slowly raises her hands up like, <laughs> okay. And I'm like, that must have been fun for a mother-daughter moment. Oh, yes. So, so that yeah. was cool. And then... Well, no, I mean, that's 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 Leia right there. That's, you know, I'm not going to take any crap. Leia, and it, you know. And it was such a... But but it, but the, the, the kind of side story there of her trying to teach Poe to be a leader I thought was really well done. In fact, right up at the end when they're in crate, when they escaped to crate, and you know, Poe's trying to figure out how to get save it, save everybody, get them out of there. Mm -hmm. So he says, Follow me. And they all look at Leia and she's like, What are you looking at me for? Follow him. <laughs> you know, like it was just it was just a fun moment of like, you know, yes, this is the new guy. You gotta take over. And how how much foreshadowing was that? You know, because mm -hmm. sadly, uh the end of Last Jedi was the final uh well, I should say the final appearance of Leia, but the final uh, acting of uh, Carrie Fisher as the mm -hmm. role, uh, and sadly she passed away. I think we should take a moment to you know talk about um, you know Carrie Fisher was definitely someone who was she had a lot of health issues. Um, reading some articles about her life towards the end of her life, she was a chain smoker. She uh, had a very tumultuous up and down relationship with her mom, although it seemed to have settled better in there. Yeah, later I, I find years. that so so interesting that they literally died a day a day apart. Well, I think they were very close, and I think yeah. that sometimes when you know people are dealing with the stress of a loved one, I I had a relative who uh, whose sister died, and he died the next day. Yeah. I mean, and, and, it, and, and it was, and it just happened, you know, they, sometimes it was just, they couldn't handle it. Mm -hmm. I mean, sometimes they say they died of grief. Yeah. But, that's uh, what they're I, saying with, uh, with Debbie Reynolds is that she died of a broken heart when Carrie passed. Right. So you know, she died of, you know, she died of a broken heart. Anyway. Um, so, so, uh, you know, that, that created a very uh, challenging situation for Lucasfilm to yeah, figure out how they were going to do. Because uh, Rise of Skywalker was supposed to be Leia's movie, right? Yeah, you know, I thought that she had a pretty decent role in Last Jedi, though. So yeah. I didn't feel that as much as I'm sorry that you know they had a Han movie and a Luke movie and then a Leia movie, but um, yeah. obviously the Leia movie couldn't happen, at least not in the sense in, in the, the way, way that, that yeah they were planning on having it happen. Um, yeah. But I have to say, I thought that um, Lucasfilm did a really well well you know did a good mm -hmm. uh, job uh, an amazing effort in getting the using unused footage from the force awakens and i guess a little bit from the last jedi and getting uh leia into the uh rise of skywalker training ray and doing some things like that which i thought was very well done i thought yeah. that i mean I'm, I'm very forgiving of it because i was like i was just impressed that they were able to craft 
such a good story. So, yeah. With with these pieces of of uh, Carrie Fisher performance to make it and make it work. So yeah. Uh, so I was pretty pretty impressed with that, and she's tra- she basically takes on the role of a Jedi, take you know training Ray, and eventually mm. connecting with uh, with her son to help kind of save her save him excuse me from from the the clutches of the dark side if you will yeah as her final act and fading away which i thought was interesting yeah. luke faded away leia faded away yeah which and, makes me wonder you know is this something that luke taught because you get the sense in at least at the end of the third movie or of episode 3 that this, and even through, if you watch the Clone Wars, that this is a ability that has to be learned. That not every Jedi has this, but it has to be. Was this something that Luke taught Leia? Right. Or you know how you know? Well, but you there there was that scene when 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 Force Ghost uh, Luke shows up. He explains, mm-hmm. uh, you know, how he was training Leia, and I guess it was far back as in on a, on Endor, and they were training. And I thought that was a great, awesome scene. And, you know, she made the conscious decision to stop her training because she saw visions of mm. it leading to the destruction of her son. So she would, she would. And you fro- he froze up on me. Uh, we'll take a little. Oh, you there? I'm here. You froze up on me for a second. All right. Okay. Yeah, I just. So, so then, so then, uh, and of course, we her final scene. Once uh, the the fir- final order is destroyed, and Ray goes back to Tatooine to bury the lightsabers of Luke and Leia, and you see them. And when, when a little old when an old woman asks what's her name, she says Ray. She looks over, and there's Luke and Leia, Force Ghosts, staring at her f- from a distance. Mm. Yeah, and she says Ray Skywalker. Thereby continuing the Skywalker heritage started by Anakin and then going, well, actually, I say started by Shmi, going on to Anakin, going on to Luke and Leia, and now Rey. So, yep. And I was yep. very, I had a strong connection to that ending. A lot of people complained that they said she said Rey Skywalker. I did not because I am, what Luke said earlier, some things are stronger than blood. And I thought that was very important. Again, having an adopted child, don't anybody try to tell me that she's not really my child, you know, and don't anybody yeah. try to tell her that we're not really her parents. She will That's give right. you a very, very stern look if you say that. <laughs> I, I'm, so, I'm adopted myself, so I understand completely with that are statement. Are you frozen right now? There. No, you're a little bit blurry, but oh, I see. you're not frozen. Uh, you're getting better. One second. Uh, you're frozen again. All right. There we go. Okay. Oh, sorry, we keep we keep conking and conking in and out. My Wi-Fi was in the wrong, was in the other side of my house, so I was like, oh, uh, I just realized. So it's better now. 
Ah. But that's the that's the story of Leia, at least the story we see in the movie. Yeah. In the movies, Obviously, there's other, you know, the books. Um, yeah. Yeah, the books, you know, do go a little bit more, whether you're talking, you know, the uh, the new canon or um, the uh, the old, what's now Legends. Of course, the Legends, she eventually becomes Chief of State, you know, basically President of the New Republic several times. And, um, you know, everything like that. But that's something, you know, we can, you know, Obviously, for 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 this, we're talking mostly movies, um, you know, or shows in the movies. I have a question for you. When you watched Rogue One, what was your thought at the very end when you when when they hand over the Death Star plans and you see the you know the the whatever you, the CGI uh, Leia. That they did. What was your first thought when you she turned around and you saw? Well, I my first thought was, you know, I I I would been I would have been shocked if they didn't do it. Yeah, because um because I felt like you know they're gonna spend all this time getting Tarkin, you know, working pretty well for the movie. Then I would imagine that they're gonna probably do it, especially if it's just gonna be a quick one one word scene. Um, so yeah, I, I saw her now. I did wonder if they were going to just let her face away from the camera when they handed the plans, but you know, she turned around and, you know, I, from a technical standpoint, I, I am never one. I, I do see the flaws if you want to call them flaws or, yeah. you call, or, or maybe the, the develop, I want to call it the developing technology. That's not a hundred percent yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I, and I see that. You know, I saw it with Tarkin. I saw it with de-aged, you know, Robert Downey Jr. Uh, when he was in uh, one of the one of the Avengers or, or yeah. Captain America, or whatever. So I, I see it, but I don't mind it. I, I think it's great for them to push the envelope, and you're never going to learn if you don't try and you don't do different things. Um, same same thing when you see Luke in Mandalorian. You know, it's like it doesn't. It, yeah, you could argue that it's, you know, it's what do they call it? Something uncanny. You know, uncanny valley. Yeah, uncanny valley. I get the uncanny valley. I do understand that, Um, but I also feel that you know the fact that they made an attempt that I felt was a very respectable one. I did that one and the Leia. uh, I was um, I was totally fine with it. It it, to me, it's it it really tied it full circle. And you Mm -hmm. know what? Coming off of that whole Vader scene with the rebels and everything else. I mean, I mean, my God, one of the greatest, you know, moments in star Wars and on if celluloid. You've, if you've never seen someone did a cut where they took the, the ending of, um, they cut in the ending of rogue one and, and cut it to go seamlessly right into the beginning of a new hope. So you see the, the, uh, Tantive four, go off into zip off into light speed then you see vader star destroyer go off into light speed after it and then the next second you cut to both ships over tatooine and right into the beginning of a new hope which is it was one of the coolest things i've ever seen they just that's awesome whoever did it cut it perfectly to edit it right into from one movie into the other so you you see you get a good sense of just how close those two movies were Right, you know, right. they're just right there. Just boom, boom. Beautiful. Yeah, absolutely really cool. beautiful. Um, I think. Well, 
I think we pretty much covered covered All Leia. Right. Nice. You know, okay. I think we we did a good job. Um, you know, Carrie Fisher is one of those one of those actresses who will be extremely missed. Um, yes. And you know, anyone who anyone who wants to say that she's not a Disney princess, well, you'll have to go through me. <laughs> to me, she I... is. And she is a Disney princess. I yeah, I agree. She is uh, absolutely an amazing, amazing, uh, yeah. for you know, character. And yes, she is definitely a Disney princess. It was one of the yeah. first things I posted when they, when they made that, um, when they made that announcement that Disney was buying Lucasfilm and Star Wars. And yes, she's every much a, a princess as anybody else that any mm. other cartoon character that comes across. She's our princess. Uh, yes, she is our princess. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, of course, we also have to remember, you know, she's also a very good singer. Mm -hmm. uh, if you watch the holiday special, she sings her wonderful little holiday tune. <laughs> and, uh, of course, in real life, she really is a – Carrie Fisher was a gifted singer. Yeah. Uh, daughter of Debbie Reynolds used to go on tour with her sometimes and sing with her. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's – you know. It, you know, it's a it's a great uh, great talent, a great talent, a great talented family, and a great loss. You know, yeah. and, and I'm sorry that we do it. Now, last question I'm going to have for you before we call it a night is: Should they recast Princess Leia? No. Okay. I would say no. Um, just because, for, I mean, for one simple reason. If you're ending the Skywalker saga, you need to end the Skywalker saga. Okay. That's my thing. And that's what they said. They said with um, Rise of Skywalker that this was going to be the definitive end of the Skywalker saga. And But then they made the Mandalorian scene with Luke. This is true. It. But they didn't. But it wasn't but that wasn't really he was not um and, and again we're getting off topic a little bit, but I think that it's important to understand that, look, if a good story can be told, yeah, all right, it doesn't matter, you know, what's going on. And then Luke wasn't the main fe feature, so obviously mm. that's not the same issue. So yeah, and I like I have no problem with it, with things like that, like where it's you know one story and Leia shows up for for a scene or two, but I don't think that you should recast her in the sense of being a main character for an entire story or an entire, even an entire episode of a story, you know, if you're going to have a TV show. Right. Um, but, you know, for doing, you know, the, the CGI thing for like a scene, I have no problem with that. Yeah. I think that if she, if there's, if her character, if the character can help push a scene forward um if it's in the right time period mm -hmm. or what have you i have no issue with it and if they want to recast her um i i'm okay with it uh as long as it's not you know it's not something where or if they want to do the cgi thing that's fine too uh as long as it's not the main focus but but yeah you know. one of my favorite before we before we kind of wrap up for the day night um one of my favorite stories that i remember hearing and i i might get the details of this wrong so forgive me has to do with carrie's mother 
Debbie Reynolds. Right. And when she was in, uh, she had a show on Broadway. And one of the things I guess she was tell the audience was that for those of you who may not know who I am, something to the effect of telling the audience, just remember I'm Princess Leia's mom. Yes, <laughs> I know. Well, I mean, you know, she's, a, she, well, it's really funny too, because there was another thing that was kind of interesting. They did a parallel in some ways to Debbie Reynolds when she was in Singing in the Rain with uh gene kelly and donald o'connor and yeah. carrie fisher being playing princess leia in the first original star wars film because they said that you know you they were both around the same age you know mm -hmm. that when they did that movie the movie was a huge both movies were huge hits at the time um and they they you know uh the, you had these two you know really hot shot gentlemen actors and and you had the girl actor trying to keep up but both debbie reynolds and carrie fisher had no problem doing that mm. uh so it was it was just very it was an interesting parallel and and I, very interesting to me because you know while star wars of course and the franchise is my favorite of all time singing in the rain is one of my favorite movies that's not a star wars film yeah so and, and it's and i've always loved debbie reynolds so that's a fun uh parallel so yeah well this is fun thank you for uh, having was. me on to to discuss this Not a and problem. that is cool. I can't wait to do another one in the future. And well, uh, we're gonna be. I'll, I'll make that announcement right now. Next week, we're gonna be continuing our look at through the women of Star Wars. Uh, this time, we're going through the animated world as we talk Ahsoka Tano. Nice and right. snips. Yeah, we're gonna talk snips. snips. Talk snips. Awesome. Uh, so yeah, look forward to that. And before we go, Will, why don't you tell the fine people out there where they can find you at? Okay. Thank you, John. I'm actually on YouTube. Best place to reach me is to, if you want to check out some of my videos that are my Darth Tuba videos, just search Darth Tuba on YouTube and you can just email me at Darth Tuba on, uh, at, sorry, uh, find me on Instagram and Twitter at Darth Tuba. Do Darth Tuba at, uh, Darth Tuba. Sorry, Blech. DarthTuba77 at gmail.com. If you want to reach at me, reach me through email. And if you want to join my Facebook book group, DarthTuba Star Wars Unboxing page. And uh, just, you know, I got to tell you, we got, apparently I've been told that the HasLab um, uh, Razor Crest might be shipping soon. So there'll be a massive unboxing happening fairly soon. And very excited about that. And plus there's some Halloween treats that we're going to get ready to show you guys. And Lots of fun stuff. So nice. thank you very much. So what about All you? Right. What about the rest of the channel? Well, you can email us if you want to get a hold of us. Best place is email. You can see the email right there if you're watching this on YouTube. War of the Stars one at gmail.com. That is the best place to get a hold of us. Uh, if you want to. Yeah. Okay. There it is. Uh, also, our Twitter handle. Is at War of the Stars one. Uh, we have a lot of fun on there. Um, those are probably the two best places where you can get a hold of us. We also have a Facebook group. Uh, just look War of the Stars, and you can find us there. Uh, if you want to support the show, you can do so by first of all going to patreon.com forward slash War of the Stars. You can uh, support us that way, or you can buy. Once again, one of these cool shirts right here, like I'm wearing right now, just go to www.spreadshirt.com 
forward slash shop forward slash war of the stars. And also do not forget war of the stars is part of the red five network. Go to red five network.com for more information on all the shows that are part of the red five network. Awesome. Uh, yeah. So that will do it. So check us out next week as we talk Ahsoka and until then, Remember, this isn't just my Star Wars. This isn't just your Star Wars. This is our Star Wars. May the Force be with you. Till the Spires. <laughs>